Game begin. From the pages of Extraversal comes an actual play podcast with a difference. Join the team at Big Punch Studios as they attempt to play and create a brand new RPG system from scratch. Listen to the show, read the comic, play along at home, and prepare to enter the Extraverse! Alarms are sounding, harsh, discordant against the echoing chill of the extraverse. Even here, perched on the underside of Sparkle Fury's casino ship, far from the surface of the convoy, you can hear them, along with the distant yet unmistakable sound of screams. The unthinkable has happened. The garden, scourge of life itself, is loose, and it's at least partially your fault. Rituar, Lynette, and Capella. You stand in the mouth of a shattered sewer pipe, nestled in the maze of engines, outlets, and architecture that makes up the underside of Sparkle Fury's casino. Water rushes past your feet and out into the void, falling in a rainbow cascade towards the orbiting atmospheric generators far below, and beyond them, the endless black corridors of nothing. The view is precipitous, To slip would bring whole new definitions of falling. As a small mercy, however, your eyes are locked upwards at an even more horrifying sight. Swinging from the underside of a ship, on long, arm-like vines, go three ambulatory garden seeds, moving with alarming speed. They change as they go, budding new, ever-adapting stems and branches to aid their progress, and growing, always growing. They test the structure of a ship with lightning efficiency, probing nooks and crannies for weakness, until in turn they each find purchase. Metal screams in protest as the seeds burrow upwards into the casino's main structure, disappearing from view. Something explodes, too close for comfort, and before your eyes, roots the size of houses burst downwards out of the ship. Hmm. Hmm. Ah, nuts! There we go. So how? Okay. So how? How are we? Uh, how do we feel about this? I I feel an arson coming. Down. Uh, <laughs> do Do we have any arson in our pockets at the moment? I have zero arsons. <laughs> um, Lynette's normally quite an upbeat, optimistic kind of person, and even now she's like, "Oh no, yeah. <laughs> it's bad." <laughs> It's probably not helped by the fact that the three of you are absolutely filthy. Covered in like yeah. <laughs> casino. Yeah, I mean just in general, but also because you are like in a in a sewer and all your glad rags are pretty torn and disheveled right now. And uh I should remind you, Capella in particular, you are currently holding a bubble of garden matter all of your own as indeed. well. Indeed. Indeed. Um, well, I've got nothing. <laughs> 
Uh, I really am leaning now towards can we make this ship leave the convoy? Uh, like, yeah, but even can we even then with can we break it sufficiently so that it just falls out of formation? That's got to be the the best. That's that's sort of like sort of bare minimum, I think, breaking the ship free. But ideally, as well, like destroying the ship entirely, like like incinerating yeah. the ship would be great as well. Um, is there a nearby universe made entirely of fire? <laughs> <laughs> thing is it's energy though like i mean fire does does seem to burn it i guess but we could put like set it on a course into a big star well there were no stars in the we'd extroverts you'd have to go into a universe to do that yeah but i mean that would be exposing a universe to the garden no oh. Right, I see. No, I'm not. I'm not hearing it now. (laughs) I think we should go back inside and see if we can uh, self-destruct. Forget about it. See if we can just. All this will blow over. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe hit the tables. You know, kind of uh, relax. I mean, I can do with some money. (laughs) Just saying. Um, Yes. Where are you going to spend it? The world is destroying itself. Self-destruct is my is my thought. That's all I have. Yeah. This is a ship, right? Like, they're all ships. It's just a ship that happens to be shaped like a building. So there must be a control room somewhere. There must be a bridge. If we can overload its engine or something like that, maybe it will explode. I don't know whether that's good or bad at this point. I thought I could burn it out with my powers, and that didn't work at all. So potentially an explosion is exactly what it wants. I don't know. (laughs) It just rains seeds down across the the whole convoy. Really, this entire series is a a slow journey towards Capella realising that you can't burn everything away with your powers. Yeah, but she hasn't realised it yet, I'm just saying. (laughs) It's worked worked two times so far, I think. I think that's why she did it, in my (laughs) defence. In your defence? No, no, it it was a solid idea. In In principle, but yeah. It was uh, it was a fuck up either way. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we need we need to get into like um, like the, the the crew quarters or something. Like there's there's got to be staff areas that lead to actually running this place. Yeah, like the uh, the utility uh, core of the ship, where where the ship parts are, not the casino parts are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Any ideas? Uh, can we ask <laughs> Ocus? Oh yeah, he's is he, he here? Is here? Is he? You uh you left Ocus on the casino floor. There were a couple of muffin minions uh in between you oh, and the right. escape route. Yeah. And oh yeah, that's he... when the feather got judgy. Yeah, because we <laughs> left him. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay then. Um well, let's go back into the sewer, because there's nowhere we can go here. Yeah. Um and maybe there's a way to Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well you focus on not letting that thing fall anywhere. Okay. I mean, unless it is, is it proper dead? Like, does it look dead, or does it just look like it was beforehand? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, it, um, it definitely, it looks like it's reverted to the kind of state it was in before. Like, it maybe has like a few kind of burnt little grassy nubbins kind of coming off it, uh, kind of remnants of that previous growth. But you're really, you're not sure. Okay. okay. I think it, I'll, I think I'll keep it bundled up in the bubble for now. Cool. Right, well, let's go back up through the sewer then. Okay, uh, so the three of you, plus Jason, who I'm assuming is still clinging to your head, Lynette? Yes, um, he did stop to clean, like, lick himself a little bit, but uh, I think even the taste for him was <laughs> too dire. So he's just looking very <laughs> scraggly and very sorry for himself. 
Okay, so um, with that, the three of you um, start kind of uh, wading back through the sewers, and it's kind of like um, it's slow going at first because you've got all this water kind of like rushing against you and out into the abyss. It's kind of actually terrifying as I think about it. <laughs> um, but I kind of imagine like uh, Rituar finds it easier just simply being taller and mm, stronger sure. as you're kind of going. Uh, and, and not wearing a gold dress. No, and not which was heavy to begin yeah. with. I mean, like wet gold. Is like, that possible? You know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> uh, there is a chemist on the call right now. No, no, it's no. not wet gold. Uh, okay. It's what alchemists gold. have been trying to find for years. Wet gold. <laughs> okay, but the three of you are, you do make it back to the uh, entry, uh, the kind of little chute that you came, you came in on. And now uh, I'm assuming you're going to kind of head up it and try, try to get back to the casino. Proper. Well, we'll either do that or we continue down the sewer and try and find a different exit. What do you think, guys? I mean, it's random though, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like going back the way we came. I mean, we might find Ocus, but we also might find all the things that wanted to kill Ocus and us. Yeah, well, I, mean, I doubt that'll be hanging like... around in the janitor's cupboard, though. That's just yeah, waiting. But the, ja- the janitor's cupboard. Yeah, maybe we should go back through the yeah, janitor's cupboard because the... that's the stupid thing to yeah. do. Is therefore the last thing they would exactly. expect. Exactly, unless they know that that's what we'd think. Do they know how stupid we are? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, we should just go back the way we came in. I think just for, just for like uh, scene setting purposes, I think Capella's feeling pretty uh, uh, meek. I suppose at the moment, <laughs> like um, like her her big plan sort of didn't work, and I think she doesn't feel uh, particularly leadery right now. So she's kind of she's behind you two. Then I think we're climbing up the pipe. Okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, just so I can paint a picture in my head, uh, is there a particular order to how you're climbing or how you're going to get back out? Shall I go first? Um, I think I'm the smallest. Yeah, I'll, I'll sort of push Lynette up to hit the ladder because it's presumably a bit high. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ritua, you kind of give Lynette a shove and uh, Lynette, you actually kind of are propelled maybe like <laughs> 10, 10 foot up the pipe and you're able to uh, grab onto a rung. So you've got a good, a good head start, basically. Cool. I'm not lifting you. You're wearing a gold dress. That's fine. I'll take up the uh, I'll take up the vanguard position. I thought you'd say you're gonna take it off. <laughs> that's for later. That's for that's for first flight nights. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you're then then you. Yeah, yep, I'll follow go- along. Okay, so you you start climbing, and uh, as you are climbing, there is an almighty uh, kind of boom somewhere in the distance and the three of you are shook you're 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 quite shook by this and you are suddenly <laughs> like uh clinging onto the rungs as the entire ship seems to seems seems to shake around you and you hear um a, a sound of like groaning metal kind of like from far away like kind of picture or in your head picture that great movie the titanic and the tragic uh event which was based on the movie and um that's kind of what you're you're which experiencing based right on now the movie. yes indeed yeah. <laughs> i'm sure that's the way around it was yeah yeah it was a massive publicity stunt like a hundred years earlier but yeah you're uh you're basically hearing like this kind of creaking that kind of brings to mind like a a ship struggling pretty pretty badly uh, hey, maybe we don't need to do anything maybe at all. it's gonna all take care of itself in a nice little package <laughs> 
Lynette, uh, you poke your head back into the kind of janitor's closet and you are relieved to see that there is no one around. Okay, good. Whew. I think we're all good. Come on, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as you as you hop up into uh, the janitor's closet, uh, which is really like, you know, it's like home away from home for you at this point. Um, we love it here. You, you do notice that there is a small crater uh, on the floor next to the entrance to the little shaft you were just climbing through. And in the center of it, is an innocuous little feather, <laughs> which uh, has kind of like bent and buckled the and cracked the tiles around wow. it. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Is that yours, Ritual? I'm try. <laughs> I mean, it, I found it, so I suppose it's mine. Uh, well, do you think the weight of it represents something? Maybe your conscience. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think this feather is being very rude. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try and pick it up. Um, yeah, you try to um, you uh, you grab the. I was going to say the stem of a feather. Is that correct? Like the the quill or shaft? whatever. Spine? The shaft. Yeah, like the spine. The yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, <laughs> what do you say? Prong. Nick? <laughs> the prong. Yeah, <laughs> it's got that. You gra- you grab the tine of a feather, <laughs> and as you try to pick it up. Um, it's really quite bizarre because your brain and your fingers are telling you that this is the softest, like most inconsequential thing in the world. And yet it's like a chunk of lead. Like it is far, far, far heavier than your strength will allow you to lift. Wow. Cool. Um, okay. Uh, maybe, 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 maybe this will like, maybe we can sink the ship with this. <laughs> You just have to feel so, so guilty and it would just bring the whole thing crumbling down. No, I think I think if I feel guilty, it will get lighter, right? I, I don't... It's the, the problem is that you don't feel guilty. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I think the problem is that Rixuar maybe doesn't have a framework for describing the concept of guilt. Uh... Um, you leaving okay. it? I don't know. Uh, I think, I think I, we have I, I, to I leave kind it. Of, I, but it's, it's, it's now it's kind of a scientific curiosity. It's like a... It's a feather that has its own gravitational field. <laughs> mm. um, okay, well, I guess um, I don't know. I'm just going to like I'm gonna I'm gonna lean down to the feather really, really close, like so nobody else can really hear what I'm saying, and I'm just gonna go, "Hi, feather. I'm really sorry," and see what happens. Uh, at that kind of up close microscopic level, your eyes uh, detect that just a couple of just a couple of like the little fronds on the feather, like just a little, a couple of little uh, fibrous bits of matter kind of like float upwards. Like it has become like a, a millionth of a gram lighter because of that. <laughs> wow. Really made a difference there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that I think this might make, take more effort than it's worth. Um, okay. Um, there is, um, there are, um, more explosions in the distance and the entire room shakes. In fact, uh, like a, a shelf's worth of cleaning products kind of clatters to the floor beside The Dettol! No! (laughs) (laughs) Not the toilet paper! (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, well, um, should we find out where the explosions are coming from so that we know whether they're the correct kind of explosions? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go investigate. I think. I think. I mean, ju- just, just, just to say, I think we probably know that the explosions are coming from the garden. 
um, should we not try and head directly to the engine room? Yeah. Because do we do we even know where the engines are on this? No, hundred percent no. <laughs> but there might Let's be a you are signs. here. There might be a you are here sort of map. You yeah. Know, if we're lucky. <laughs> You can maybe make, like, the best I can say is they're maybe, like, down. Like, that's literally, like, all you can think of is maybe, like, they're not going to be on the top of the ship. Also, perhaps, Lynette, you might have something of a sense for this, being an engineer. This is true, yes. I mean, it would make sense if they put the engines on the bottom of the building <laughs> so that you can lift off and take off and, and go places. That's her uh, expert opinion. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lynette, um, could you make me a deduction roll, please? Oh, I can certainly try. Right. <laughs> oh, I've got all my papers. Right. Oh. <laughs> Here we are. Deduction. Uh, five. Oh, that's good. Okay. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, Lynette, while um, obviously you've never encountered a ship quite like Sparkle Furies before, um, you have a pretty solid idea that of where you would be able to find the um, the engine room. So you, you kind of reckon that if you can get into the uh, kind of, I guess, the non-public areas, what do you call it, like the service areas of the ship, you have a pretty solid idea that you'd be able to work out where how to find the engine room. sure okay. okay come on guys i think i think i can uh sniff this one out cool we're already in a janitor's room so are there will there be an entrance to some sort of like back like the behind the scenes somewhere nearby in this corridor like this well, corridor the, led to the loose didn't it and then yeah we were this in the janitor's closet yeah this particular corridor only had kind of three doors really it had the janitor's closet which are in and then the toilets right okay. okay um i guess we need to go somewhere else yeah, I guess the only other staff area I remember seeing is the um, chip booth, like the place you get handed the chips. Sure. There, there must be a way into the back through there. Yes, good idea. Everybody's going to be distracted. We could just try going straight for that. It was near the entrance. All sure. right, let's go for it. And we can steal some chips while we're there. We've got millions, of them, haven't we already? You've got loads. There were some. I don't. I want to, in my heart of hearts, I want to say that something bad happened to some of those chips. Oh yeah, I and, think we may uh, have washed away as a distraction or something. I, you've probably got some. Like I think at this point they may have just have collected in like the folds of your clothing and stuff like that. <laughs> like you, you had a lot of them basically, like dirt. I have, or... I have a feeling though that the, um, you know, those chips are only going to be good for being redeemed here, and yes. here probably isn't going to have a lot of money for much no. longer. Ah, so but cold hard currency would be preferable. That means ours will be limited edition. It's like finding historical <laughs> coins. It's like I can't spend this, but it's worth thousands of pounds. Okay. <laughs> Either way, let's go to the chip booth. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the three of you, you're like, uh, you know, a slightly dishevelled state. You've made your plan. You're gonna. That's where you're gonna go. You just kind of like, you know. Looking at you know, you're just gonna kinda like walk out, you know, you just yeah, I think kind of we'll, dusting um, yourselves down. We'll try and, and take stock of the situation and see how chaotic everything is. If it, it looks like people are screaming and there's fire and people are running to and fro, then we'll try and run into the mix of that, I think. But if it looks quieter than that, I think we may have to reassess. Speak for yourself. Okay. <laughs> uh yeah, so do you do you push open the door? Yes. Yeah, let's go. You push you push open the door, you are immediately greeted by the sounds of fire and screaming and explosions and as you step out into this uh relatively kind of like 
uninhabited corridor. Uh, but again, it's only a short distance to the main floor. And it is just what you can see is insane. Like, there is a massive vine growing up through the centre of the casino floor, like reaching up high into the structure of the casino. And that's just what you can see from this vantage point. And there are, um, at the entrance to the corridor, there are a couple of muffin minions um, lying uh, kind of in pieces on the floor. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the ones you left had a, a giant kind of uh, toffee apple for a oh, head. Yeah. And uh, it's... Um, it, it, the stick of its head is still impaled on the floor and it's kind of just like twitching a little bit and like um, uh, occasionally like uh, spraying rainbow vomit out of its mouth. It's just going up and down the walls. It's horrible. Oh, nice. And um, something explodes and a big kind of like gouts of flame and black smoke uh, kind of rushes past the entrance to the corridor and you see three gargs wearing... Uh, the ridiculous uniform of a casino uh, runs screaming across your vision uh, as um, uh, more vines kind of almost like snake after them along the ground. Wow, 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 wow. Well, I don't, th- I don't think anyone's going to care about us, so... Let's, uh, let's make a break for it. Yeah, yeah let's go. Okay, uh, so uh, as you, uh, you run along and uh, you're, you kind of step out onto the... Uh, not the floor, but you're on kind of like one of these... these rings going around the casino and you've got the bar area to your left and yeah it is just absolute carnage um explosions smoke uh and you get to your horror you get a better view of this giant plant-like structure which is climbing ever higher up the side of uh up the side of the casino like it seems to be kind of um it seems to be kind of like just generating matter seemingly out of nowhere like uh and it's like a like an old gnarled tree which has grown around uh, a stone structure. It's kind of creeping and adapting and forming itself around the structure of the casino. And as this big branch or stem rises vertically, others branch out horizontally and start kind of moving around the edge of the kind of spiraled structure. And yeah, uh, at random points on the casino floor, kind of like pillars of, of green have just kind of erupted out. And... Um, Guards are running, screaming. Uh, there don't seem to be any patrons in sight, thankfully, but any law and order that Sparkle Fury would have enforced has just completely broken down. It's blind chaos. Brilliant. Lovely. That's, that's what we need. It's great. Yeah, let's head to the head back to the entrance. I said the. I think the where we got our chips was right after we came in, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So um, it's a fairly. I mean, you're going to have to like climb around a fair bit of rubble and wreckage to go so and you're just gonna have to like i guess the, the smartest way may, might, might just be to charge ahead and see what you can see how you can do yeah i yeah. think so do you yeah. think mm-hmm. yeah okay so uh yeah you start kind of moving and as you're moving like occasionally uh a a guard will kind of like charge into you almost like uh they haven't seen you they're just kind of in a blind panic and they don't seem especially concerned about their duty anymore. Like whatever terror they had of Sparkle Fury has um, has completely, you know, been over overridden by the sheer bloody terror of the garden. And um, yeah, you uh, you're able just to kind of like shove them aside and keep moving. And you um, 
you uh, you can, you're going up some stairs now, and there's stairs like kind of rising up, uh, kind of heading generally in the direction of the entrance to the casino. And uh, as you're running, uh, suddenly up these stairs, suddenly there's a kind of crack, and the stairs start to give way beneath you. And I'd like you all to make a dexterity roll, please. Oh, I'm bad at that. Zero. Oh no. Oh yikes. Two. Seven. Seven. Why did seven? you say yikes for seven? <laughs> uh, but I was saying yikes at you guys' rolls. Oh. Okay. They're really bad. Capella catches me somehow. <laughs> surely. <laughs> As you are running up the stairs, um, the structure beneath your feet just gives way as vines start to explode outwards and capella you are able to just as the steps are falling away you're able to leap and land kind of perfectly if you will like just like a gymnast on the top step as everything beneath you kind of crumbles away uh lynette uh you are now kind of standing on a small chunk of stair which is still, you're not falling, but that stair is now kind of moving a little bit because it is suspended on some vines which are rapidly kind of expanding outwards. And Rixuar, you um, you are tumbling backwards to land hard on the floor at the bottom of the stairs. And, w- and as you kind of like catch your breath, uh, some vines latch onto your legs and start to wrap around your feet. Okay, that's bad. I stab them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, make me, uh, make me, um, make me a strength roll. Strength, okay. Yeah, give me a strength roll. Uh, two, four, five. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you are able to slash at those vines and uh yeah free yourself pretty rapidly however this uh kind of ever-expanding briars patch of vines which are now coming out of the uh are now coming out of the wall uh they are turning their attention to you they're sightless they're not they don't have eyes or anything but like snakes they're starting to it's like you've you've caught their attention basically uh capella (laughs) (laughs) um yeah. Uh, so, how much higher am I f- uh, than the other two? I'm like a story higher. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um. Oh boy. Oh boy. I don't know. Um. I guess I might. I think I might try and get down. How? Where? Where exactly is um Lynette? Lynette is like six feet ahead of you and down slightly, but kind of like like a surfer, kind of like balancing, uh, maybe a little uneasily on. This kind of patch of stairs, which is starting to crumble. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, I feel like um, I feel like we may as well try and get down to Ratua. If we're all together, that's better than being, you know, separated and everything. So um, I'm going to endeavour to get to Lynette. I think. Um, ooh, I don't know how though. Six feet away. Um. Can I do? You like are. A... Sorry. Yeah. Go on. I was going to say, uh, frustratingly, you still have that uh, ball of seeds in front yeah, of you. Yeah, I've been thinking about how pointless it is to keep hold of that, actually. Um, but I will still for the minute. 
Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try and roll for strategy. Uh, to see if I can work out a way to to get to Lynette. Sure, I guess that might be more of an inspiration. Oh yeah, kind inspiration. Of role. If, you, if you don't if you don't have something in mind, right? Yes, that's true. I don't really. I'm I'm hoping inspiration will strike me. Sure. Um, I got a one. Okay, well, that does mean... Let me just bring up the inspiration chart. I can ask a question, that, You get to ask uh, one question from the first row. First column, sorry. Um, yeah, okay. What seems like a good idea? Um, what seems like a good idea? Um, you... You notice that a there's like a kind of brass handrail uh, kind of running down the side of the stairs, and as the kind of uh, stone masonry of the sh- of the stairs has kind of crumbled, this thing has been kind of bent and twisted outwards. So it's now kind of protruding out into kind of thin air. Mm. And Lynette is not massively far away from it, uh, although it would be she'd have to kind of grab it. Okay, I think I'll scream to Lynette and just say, "Hey, grab onto that." Okay, uh, Lynette's she's sort of losing her balance. <laughs> she's quite good at balancing because she's like partially cat, cat yeah. Um, but yeah, she's going to leap. Jason's clawing at her shoulder to keep hold. Uh, and hopefully grab the railing. Okay, uh, and I'm going to say that uh, Capella, Mm -hmm. because this is your idea, I reckon that you have kind of, uh, you've reached out to the the kind of bit of the railing which is closer to you, Mm -hmm. and I think the idea is that using it as support, if Lynette can kind of uh, climb up the railing a little bit, and do it well, uh, you'll be able to grab her. Okay. So I'd like the two of you to make a dexterity roll. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we shall see how you work together on that. I got a three. I got a six. What? Okay, yeah, that is... Yeah, okay, between the two of you, that is absolutely amazing. So working together, um, Lynette, you, uh, you kind of leap off this uh, weird little surfboard you're on and you were able to grab onto this brass uh, bar which uh, bends uh, slightly as you as you kind of hang on to it to the point where it's almost like kind of hanging vertically off the balcony and uh, as uh, Capella, I imagine like because you've got the bubble still in one hand you're almost having to kind of like lean out with the other yeah. one but between the two of you uh, Lynette, you're able to grab onto Capella's hand. Hey. Oh, thank you, Capella. Okay, still... Where's Ratua? Ratua fell down. Well, I guess we're going down, roughly, We, as long as we're going down in a controlled way. <laughs> we need to find a way down. The two of you can see Ratua, by the way, and Ratua, uh, you now have this kind of, like, um, this... I'm running out of plant-based kind of descriptors, <laughs> but like a kind of hedgeworth, a hedges of... Uh, I'm uh, fighting a, f- a hedge. You're fighting a hedge, basically, okay. yeah. As- I, can I at least get onto my feet and get my spear like in both hands right in front of me? Yes, I am going to say, however, that this uh, kind of swarm of vines is going to make an attack against you. Okay. But you are on your feet now. Good-o. 
Okay, and it attacks for four. I defend with three. Okay, so yeah, it does uh, one damage to you. Okay. Do I get to hit it back? Yes, yes, for two. What are you thinking? Okay. Um, I'm just thinking like I, I need slashing weaponry here, so like just trying to cut as many vines, trying to cut a path through as po as quickly as I possibly can. Sure. Uh, so using my spear, uh, that is a three. Okay, and the vines defend for three. Yes, so uh, you're finding it actually quite hard to kind of like gain any purchase against this thing because it is, um, yeah, it is kind of, uh, uh, yeah, it's a mass of vines, basically. Yeah. Okay, uh, Lynette, what are you thinking? You can see, uh, obviously, that he's just a short distance away, but down. Sure. Um... I am thinking, is this rail attached to anything? Uh, yeah, it's attached to, right now, one end is attached to, um, uh, is essentially attached to uh, the balcony next to you. You're right, it's kind of like, there's like a jagged edge mm -hmm. where the stairs have kind of torn away. Can I just look around and see if there is, uh, obviously, because obviously the, the, the place is kind of crumbling and, and changing uh, with the vines. Is there a place that is revealed to me that I'm like, ah, that's where we need to be going. Well, the, behind you, as you look back, um, that's more in the direction of the entrance. So it's on this kind of like, obviously there's like these ring-like balconies going around uh, the structure. Um, there's a lot of chaos between you and the kind of exact entrance area where the, um, where the chip store was, that sort of thing. But, there doesn't seem to be any reason why you can't go that way. That does kind of seem, at least to you, the best plan you currently have. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah, need to get Ritual then. <laughs> I was just wondering if there's a way down uh, where Ritual is. Uh, hmm. Okay, I'm going to shoot at the vines with my laser gun. Okay, yeah. Fire away. That's a two. Oh, and uh, the vines. Uh, in fact, as as this, as you shoot down towards the vines, uh, the vines actually kind of part at the last minute Gah. to the point where your blast uh, goes right through and just hits kind of um, uh, empty carpet, and the uh, the vines actually kind of turn, and more of them from the stairs. They've almost kind of gained awareness of you now. And they start lashing up towards uh, Capella and yourself. Oh, uh, I'm going to shout, Ratua, maybe grab onto those vines. They'll bring you up. <laughs> <laughs> you Ritua. want me to grab the garden? <laughs> it's coming my way. <laughs> I'm sort of turning on okay. my heels now. And <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? I'm going I'm to attempt to, um, if there's a vine growing upstairs as it were like growing in an upstairs direction i'm going to attempt to kind of clamber onto oh, it yeah. and go up with it <laughs> okay um yeah you uh you reach into this mass of vines and it instantly kind of like uh, snares around your arm and you are swept upwards kind of off your feet um the garden right this second doesn't seem to be like aggressively angry towards you in person Ritua. But uh, at the same time, you are just kind of being like swept along now and your arm is well and truly 
scared on this thing because it is just kind of yeah like almost like impulsively it's just wrapping around you uh uh, capella Capella, you have this very bizarre sight now where (laughs) these these vines are now kind of like lashing onto the balcony around you uh, they've definitely got you in its sight, and but you have also seen Ritua kind of suspended in this weird mass coming up towards you. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I'm wondering whether, like, uh, yeah, okay. Um, Capella's gonna shout to Ritua, throw me your spear. Uh, <laughs> I don't wanna. <laughs> <laughs> it might be your only chance to disconnect you from all of this once you get up here. Okay, sure. I'm just gonna like javelin, like try and throw my spear down at Capella and hopefully not hit her. I guess it's kind of um, it's still slightly up at the moment. Like I yeah, said, you're coming up. But um, yeah, let me see. Uh, Rixua, could you make me a dexterity roll, please? Oh, I'm so bad at that. This is gonna be great. Zero. Ah, nuts. Um, um, (laughs) You throw your spear, Ritua, and um, Capella, you're kind of like standing on the balcony and you've got like your kind of arm outstretched and the spear kind of flies up towards you and goes right past your your open arm and jabs you right in the thigh. Uh, And you take one damage. (laughs) (laughs) Okay then, oh, and no. you uh, you kind of scream uh, yeah. involuntarily, <laughs> and you drop the energy bubble which was around the seeds. Cool. However, um, sorry, <laughs> I'll like, apologise for that one. That one was genuinely my bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so instantly, um, a couple of things happen. Um, Lynette, oh, or rather, sorry, Capella. You are very distracted by the spear, which is now kind of jabbing out of your, sticking out of your yeah, leg. Ace Ventura um, style. Yeah, Ace Ventura style. Uh, yeah, and like Ace Ventura, I imagine you are screaming and gesturing yes, at it. Definitely. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lynette, your attention is drawn to these seeds, which are now kind of like tumbling out of Capella's energy capsule onto the floor. However, you notice that they make a kind of dried, withered up kind of little chunk when they hit the floor. Like they're like an old coconut, basically. They're kind of um, very fibrousy, and you get the sense that they are dead. Ah. And and then the next thing that happens is you hear an almighty kind of squealing of twisted metal, and then the entire casino tilts slightly in kind of like about 30 degrees shall we say and um lynette and capella you stumble off your feet and fall down to the floor ritua you are okay because you are uh kind of dangling (laughs) dangling see this was the correct decision to make thank you lynette (laughs) there is uh there is another kind of crunch and the uh the ship lists a further five degrees Whoa. I mean, this is kind of what we wanted, right? We don't know what direction want to... it's going in, though. No. I guess we didn't want to be in it while it was no. tumbling to its doom. Yeah, <laughs> That's true. Um, I, I'm going to 
They're going to pull the the spear out of my leg, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And attempt to slash at the vines that are suspending Tua. Okay, yeah. um, Just so you're just using with Tua's spear, basically. basically. I've got two hands now, so I can uh, go to town. Fine, yeah. Make uh, make an attack. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Now, this is interesting because this isn't one of my weapons. Uh, no, yeah. so the uh, it runs with strength. Runs with strength, okay. Uh, and it has a base attack of two, so you can't hit with less than two. Okay. So I rolled a five. Yep. Yeah, so five. Cool. Okay, and the uh, the vines roll a two. Yeah. So you hit the three. Nice. Uh, which I believe is a great attack. Oh, so, yeah, you do uh, three damage to the um, to the beastie. This beastie Ooh. probably has like a million hit points. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's we're probably not going it. to win this fight just by battling. Yeah, I feel like the hit points are infinitely growing as well. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Oh, there's another one. Oh, there's yeah. another one. <laughs> yeah, I have like a sack of die here. Like a sack of die. No, dice is plural. Damn it. Yeah, we've got a sack of die. That's going to be the next uh, the next campaign. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you are you make um, a great kind of slash at these things. There's like a wet kind of pulpy sound oh, nice. as these vines kind of like sever. And um, Ritua, you feel... Um, like uh, you feel um, the vines around your arm loosening and you are able to touch down onto uh, the edge of the balcony with your feet. Nice. All right, that went exactly to plan. Except we're not up there uh, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you both go downstairs? Yeah. No, you're all, you're all at the oh, top. Oh, I thought we fell off. Sorry. Okay, cool, cool. No, sorry, sorry. You just kind of like just tumbled to the side. Oh, slightly. I see. Cool, yeah, cool, You're okay. Okay, yeah. fine. But again, like a sinking ship, I guess quite literally like a sinking ship, the entire building is kind of listing now. Yeah, yeah. We need to get to that engine room. Like, let's move, now. move, move. Yeah. Is the uh, is, is the chip booth uphill or downhill from this point? Uh, it's uh, it's kind of like it's mostly level, but you're just gonna have to. It's like the ground is tilting to your side. If that's mm. if that's so, yeah. you could kind of like. You could kind of walk with like one one hand on the floor to for balance, and so one hand on the on the um, wall. I guess I don't know. It's yeah, like a V. We're walking yeah. in the V. Thank you. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And there's like kind of, there's like kind of um, tables uh, kind of sliding across yeah. the floor as well. All right. Let's just let's just let's just go. Let's motor. Let's, let's move as quickly as we can. As yeah. we're um, as we're moving, I'm going to just sort of over the chaos shout to Lynette. Did you notice the seeds? They were all dead. I did. What does it mean? Does it mean we can beat this? How did we kill the last one? I don't remember. It, it was like <laughs> two minutes ago. <laughs> but for me, it's not like two weeks. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jason ripped up its face. Oh, I have to say it was a team effort between all of you. But um, uh, just because I know it was very traumatic and you've all kind of repressed your memory from like a couple of minutes ago. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I think... I think the deciding element may have been Lynette's psychic connection to it because um, Ritua did a lot of physical damage to it and Capella, you were able to kind of free yourself and burn it a little bit with your energy once Lynette broke the connection. But I think more than anything, I think Lynette scared the hell out of it with her psychic connection. And I think it caused whatever intelligence drives the garden to kind of like 
leave this little chunk of matter. Yeah. So now you really just have like some dead plant there. What if we try this again, but on a larger scale? Can you scare more plants? What if we could somehow all do it together? Uh, Try. I mean, the inside of my head is reasonably scary. I mean, all, all the parts of you are quite scary, too. I mean that in the nicest possible way. <laughs> that was a compliment. I, th- I feel like Ritu is probably genuinely flattered by that. I think so. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <laughs> well, let's steer this ship away and then we can figure out what we're going to do. Okay. Okay, so the three of you are now running towards the. Um... Oh, you 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 all said it better than me. What were you calling this room? You're the, trying to get chip to the, the, the chip booth. The yeah. chip the chip booth. Yeah, so much so much better. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you are now running towards the the chip booth, and uh, there is this little kind of like gated window, kind of like a bank teller kind of mm-hmm. thing, and there's no sign of anyone through the glass and there's a kind of a little door to the side of it that says no entry <gasps> oh we of... can't go in then i smashed the glass no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the glass doesn't say no entry <laughs> um we no let's no, let's just hit the, go through the door yes. like hopefully it's kick open. the door in who's kicking the door in uh i'm kicking Ritua's the door in. kicking the door in <laughs> ritua kicks the door in and uh there's the three of you wobble as in fact you practically the three of you fall through the door because the ship suddenly tilts downwards like another kind of five degrees uh the moment Ratuar kicks the door in okay this is the judgy feather isn't it like the the tilting of the ship is the judgy feather so do i just need to keep being horrible and eventually the whole ship will fall out of the convoy <laughs> and we'll all be saved do you really think that's what's happening I mean, I just kicked a door where we didn't even need to kick the door and the whole ship tipped by five degrees. <sighs> okay. Um, let's if you test... could just stop that, that would be great. <laughs> I feel like there might be something here if we could test it to make sure it wasn't just coincidence. Um, okay, I'm going to... Who's got the most life points? <laughs> I've got three. <laughs> I've got two. Okay, I'm not going to do that then. Are there any uh, guards in here? At that exact moment, <laughs> uh, you hear uh, a voice and you look up to see um, a, a a small, uh, thin man with uh, tiny little uh, glasses balanced on his nose and he's wearing a waistcoat covered in like um, rainbows and hearts and he's um, pointing a letter opener towards the three of oh, you no. and uh, his kind of voice is trembling and he's clearly terrified and he, he must have barricaded himself in this little room before the three of you kind of fell in <laughs> and he's now going uh, don't 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 come don't come don't come any closer you 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 can't have them you can't have them it's my job I I'll, I'll go down with this ship protecting are you them. talking about the chips Yes, oh, for God's sake, the man! Chips, <laughs> <laughs> chips are life. We're too I hard. agree, Do but now is not the time. Okay, I'm, I'm going to reach out and just take his glasses off. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what are you, what are you doing? And I, I, I just bend them in half. I break <gasps> them. Um, the, the four of you are kind of um, are uh, you, like, with with a with a let's say a terrible gravitas. The building tilts uh perceptibly ever so slightly kind of uh 
uh, the tilting continues basically. Okay. <laughs> and this man's like, what, what, why, why, why did you do that to my, why did you do that to my glasses? I need those to e- see the chips. It was an experiment. You should leave now. <laughs> no, no, I. You can't see where he's going. <laughs> I can't see a thing. I'm blind. I'm practically blind. Well, just stay here then. Years of staring at chips ruined my long vision. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to kind of pick him up by the scruff of his neck and chuck him out through the door and hope that he'll, he'll find the exit. Lynette's going to shout, how do we get to the engine room? As he goes <laughs> flying out the door. Uh, Riksu, R- R- you try to chuck him out the door, but his, uh, I imagine he picks him up by the waistcoat, but yeah. his arms and legs kind of just like pop out and with a, su- with a surprising ferocity, latch onto the door frame. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, I cannot leave my post unattended. Regulation 13.2b is very clear about this. Why even have the training if we're just going to ignore Regula- it? it make any Regulation sense. 13.2b has exploded, as has everything else, so I think you can go. But first, tell us where the engine room is. <laughs> I, I just... I, 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 look, I, I don't know anything about an engine room. I, I, I mean, obviously, I paid a lot of attention during employee orientation because I care about the quality of my work and I respect... My fellow employees. Well, they're all dead. However, <laughs> I am the chip man. You, I, and I have a job. I look after the chips, and I, I, Sparkle Fury would, I would sooner die than disappoint her. Okay, so, in that case, I'm just gonna, I'll put him back on his feet. That will happen. <laughs> I'm just gonna put him back on his feet and just start picking up trays of chips and loading them into his arms. You are the, so you are I'm... the chip booth now. And yeah. he goes, oh, um, oh. Thank you. I, I I may have misjudged you. We all do crazy things when considering chips. Sometimes I for now one I'm have been shove known. Him through the door. <laughs> and once again, his arms kind of like <laughs> like spring out. You don't know quite how he does it because he's still holding onto the chips, and yet he also seems to be holding onto the door. It's frame. that training. And Rixu, God, it was so good. Look, maybe Rixuar, for you, you've never quite experienced something like this. It's like you want something, but something keeps kind of stopping you having it. It's very bizarre. Maybe the chip booth is inside of you. Maybe you don't need a physical chip booth. Maybe wherever you go, that's the chip booth. And he just kind of looks at you, Lynette, and he goes, Madam, if I had half the imagination you're crediting me with, would I have spent 35 years working in a chip booth? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Confidently. I could break your arm so that you can't stop me pushing you through this door. Uh, and... Um, the uh, the building uh, kind of tilts a bit more, and uh, the man has to like uh, is now like the the room is very nearly at ninety degrees to what it was before. <laughs> is this not? I'm not. I'm doing a good thing here. I am attempting to save this man's life. I could just leave him here to die. Uh, and the the tilting kind of pauses for a second, oh. and. Uh, it maybe kind of like wobbles up and down a little bit, like it's not entirely sure what to do. <laughs> Good things can happen through morally grey actions, like just you know, that's how life works. There's maybe like a pregnant pause, and you kind of get the impression that something somewhere is maybe going like, go, go on, <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> In order to save this man's life, I probably have to either concuss him or break his arms. So is it better for me to not do those things and let him die or to do those things and him to have a chance of a long and fulfilling life with possibly diminished mental capacity? 
Uh, somehow, you don't know how it happened, but the little man has moved out from in front of you and is now kind of like behind his little desk. <laughs> and the desk is kind of like bolted to the floor. So he is now kind of like lie, he's lying down on the wall to give the illusion that he is standing behind his desk again. <laughs> and he's just kind of like smiling at you rather placidly. This man is insane, isn't oh, he? Oh, let's just go. Let's get to the engine room. Yeah. Yeah, okay, fine. Leaving him to die then. Make the building tilt, you know, another 45 degrees, I don't know. But it doesn't tilt this time, um, for whatever reason. We tried. It's just kind of... The feather knows that we tried. Fine. Yeah. I'm assuming there's a door at the back of this room, by the way, otherwise this was all useless. Yeah, there is a door going out uh, out through the back of this, um, uh, this little office that you're in. Okay, let's go through there. And as you go... And the man goes, um, oh, um, I do, I don't, <laughs> I think we all know that uh, customers are not permitted through uh, into employee, uh, employee sanctioned break rooms. I mean, we've all read uh, the in- immensely helpful uh, guidelines, which are available at eye level on all um, most, most flat surfaces. <laughs> Who's eye level? Uh, we have many signs uh, to accommodate for a whole variety of different eye levels. <laughs> Lynette's, okay, I'm going to stop listening. Lynette's moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he goes, uh, very good. Um, have a good day. Enjoy your gambling and please gamble responsibly. Enjoy your fiery death. Uh, and I cannot <laughs> imagine that will happen. <laughs> and the three And the three of you kind of like... Again, it's it's a little awkward because of the way the building's tilting, but you have to like lift the back door upwards and kind of lower yourself down. And as the three of you leave this room, uh, this man ma- maintains unfailing eye contact, just smiling at you the whole time, looking like the perfect picture of good customer service, <laughs> kind of just watching you go. Uh, it's very disconcerting. I am going to give sad him... sad to see what the retail environment does. I'm definitely <laughs> going to give him five stars, though. On, uh, on... Out of ten. Space Yelp. Space Yelp. Space Yelp, that's it, yeah. <laughs> In space, no one can hear you, Yelp. <laughs> uh, so the three of you um, drop down, and there's a bit of a fall now because of the way the room is kind of t- uh, tilting. Um, and you it's not quite at 90 degrees, but you, uh, you slide down. And this is a, I guess, like a kind of, as he said, like a rec room. So there would have been a sofa... Uh, a table, maybe like a few kind of office supplies, but they've all kind of fallen to one side of the room. And there is another door leading out of here. Let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have to kind of like, again, like clamber, uh, clamber up to a... Um, a door. Uh, uh, a door, yes. And as you kind of, um, uh, as you kind of like open this door, you're now faced with a corridor. And this one is tilting uh, away from you at quite uh, an alarming angle. So it'll be like a super fun happy slide I was gonna if say you decide super fun to. Happy slide, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, we want to go, we want to go building geography wise down. Yeah. Right? Which is now physical geography wise sideways. Yeah. Do we have anything that we can use to break floors and just make our own doorways and just keep going sideways in a straight line? Uh, Lynette, I will say that you, given your knowledge of this ship, 
or kind of like the basic structure of a ship, you see there is a kind of power outlet, if you will, on the wall. Mm-hmm. And there are cables running down through the from this little box to the floor. And they uh go straight down and there's like a like a vent kind of next to them. And you get the impression that that would be a good thing to follow. That okay. would take you kind of yeah. Okay. Ah, look here. Ah, I didn't realise that this ship is one of the the you can you sort of you go to ship Kia and you can get uh like pre made <laughs> base ships. This is the plump. Uh so. this is the plump. This is the plump. Ah. So um not the not the thrice cursed wasteland of ship Kia. Like. <laughs> um so yeah, I th- I think I know where we need to go. Okay. Can't believe okay. it took me so long to realise. To be fair, it looks like they have a lot of add-ons. Yeah. Yes, yes. They've customised the design a little bit with yeah. a casino. <laughs> <laughs> ship Kia hacking is really big. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right, so uh, let's yeah. follow Lynette. Am I going to fit in this vent? Um, it might be a bit of a squeeze for you, Ritua, but you might be able to do it. Okay, let's try. Okay, so Lynette, are you leading the way? I am indeed. Jason, in fact, is leading the way, first of all. And just for added realism, I don't know if anyone can hear this, I have a cat on my lap that's purring, so... Uh... <laughs> she she forced a... her way into the room with her face. So she really? <laughs> yeah, the door was barely open, and she like forced her face through. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Um, so she's playing too now. She better yeah, get some this dice. Is, this Eight. is my Jason now. A for effort, I have to say. Um, okay, yeah, and with um, with the power of Dumplin, who has uh, stepped in to help. Um, uh, yeah, Jason uh, kind of uh, nudges open this hatch with his face and uh, he just hops in. And uh, Lynette, you follow. Uh, Rixua, it might be best if you go last, given I will, the. Yeah. yeah. So this would have been a vertical shaft going down. Now it's not. Imagine what that would. It's still, you're still kind of heading downwards, but it's more it's of a, a, a kind of. A, yeah, more of a crawl, okay. uh, or a gentle crawl, shall we say. And um, yeah, you, uh, Lynette, you uh, you are slipping and sliding down. Capella, you're following. Ritua, you're kind of squeezing along after them. <laughs> and Lynette, yeah, you, um, you pop out into um, this kind of industrially looking kind of... I was going to say cupboard. It's not a cupboard. <laughs> yeah, this industrially, uh, industrially kind of looking structure, so to speak. Okay. And um, yeah, uh, there are. There's like a kind of. Uh, there is smoke uh, filling the air, and uh, there is uh, a lot of heat. You get the impression that something is working, kind of overdrive at the moment. Mm. Oh, this looks bad. Or good. Going to take some work. Well. Well, actually, I mean, what we want to do is break it. So does that take work? Or use your ring to hack it. Yes. And just tell it what you want it to do, which is yes. explode. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a reasonable delay, explode with a reasonable yeah. delay. And it's, not quite, it's not quite as simple as just wearing a ring and telling it to explode. But uh, I'm pretty I won't sure get into that now. I'll put my hand on okay. it and tell it to explode. <laughs> 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 but no, I'll set like a timer. <laughs> 
if you can. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll set it to like a, um, the pressure will slowly build over like 10 minutes. 10 minutes? 15? 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay, so the three of you uh, return with a little bit of difficulty. You are able to free yourself from this vent. And uh, with Lynette leading the way, uh, you start running down this uh, kind of uh, new structure you find yourself in, uh, leading towards the engines. And as you go, you're passing these great big uh, kind of cylindrical structures um, beside you. And you're now kind of um, running on a kind of like a metal grid walkway, which is going high above these uh, bizarre vast structures which are around you which you realize are channeling energy from the engine to keep it running and eventually you come to this big um crystal structure uh, maybe a few stories tall um beautiful multifaceted kind of white branching crystal which forms the engine of the ship and in every kind of facet in every kind of angle of the crystal you get like a flash of a different color of greens purples blue red kind of shifting in different patterns uh, it really is beautiful it's a it's a uh, uh, every time you see it lynette you are reminded of just how wonderful these ships are mm, this isn't standard plumph this is this is top level stuff this is top level plumph, <laughs> yeah. uh, we have to say plumph plus plumph plus Great. um plumph i'm glad plus. you're enjoying yourself how would you like me to break it <laughs> Um, and at that, as Ratuar says, how would you like me to break it? Uh, you hear a voice behind you and stepping forward comes a man wearing the standard regalia of, um, of, uh, of Sparkle Fury's men. Uh, although he does have a maybe a more like ornate a more kind of elaborate uniform and there's like a great big kind of like a child's drawing of a gold star kind of like pinned to his chest <laughs> and he's wearing a ridiculous kind of hat which uh is tilted at a jaunty angle uh but he is holding um a massive spanner in his hands wow. and he goes uh did i hear you say that you were planning to break my engine well you could do it yourself if you want <laughs> who the hell are you we're the people here trying to save your lives or well maybe not yours specifically but everybody else's on the convoy you may have noticed the the world's gone all tilty yeah about that and uh oh yeah how the hell are you running on a metal grate i was gonna say that. <laughs> okay yeah you've been running I was assuming kind of... it was a wall piece <laughs> Yeah, let's just say, yeah, you've been kind of, uh, you've been running on a, yeah, it's okay. So yeah, let's, let's retcon this to correct the idiotic GM. Yeah. <laughs> so there, it, um, there are pipes everywhere, pipes, pipes, pipes running on every surface. And if you've been running down this corridor or walking in this area on the regular floor, there would have been pipes running on the ceiling and on the walls. And even as you've broken out into this big kind of engine structure, even though the central walkway is tilting, there are railings which you can kind of perch on and there are pipes running through the air which you, the three of you have been able to kind of balance on as you come along this way. And you notice that the guy who's talking to you has a belt and there is a small chain and a hook running from his belt to a railing so he is nicely secured. Ugh. 
He goes, he goes, um, believe me, do not imagine that I reached the rank of Captain Snugglestar by being a fool. Would a fool have a great big gold star like this on his chest? Uh, do you want me to answer honestly? <laughs> I think it's Actually, really If cool. I answer honestly, does the world get less tilty? I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, it's like say the truth and be mean or lie and be nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, uh, I respect you. I'm a, I'm a fellow engineer. Uh, we need your help. This is your engine. It's wonderful. But this place is going down. And if we don't send it down in the right way, it's going to take other places with it. This place goes down when I or my superior officer, by filing a correct chain of command filing note thing, I don't do with the paper. I don't deal with the paperwork much. I'm more of an engine man. <laughs> Captain Snugglestar. I, I got that rank through proud military service <laughs> and being able to fix an engine. All right. It's a complex system of management we have here, but it's what we're sticking with. Um, he goes, this ship goes down when I or my commanding officer says it does and not a moment before or after. Mm, so I suggest you take your business elsewhere before I make you. I think the moment needs to be now. Yeah. Have you looked upstairs? A lot of explosions. A lot of green. An unpleasant amount of green going on. Your ship is done. Look, if uh, I have not seen or received a memo describing anything to that effect. Oh. And he goes, okay, and maybe, just maybe, there's a little bit of a stability issue. But that would be handled by the stability crew. There's a lot of silo working in this organisation. <laughs> Sparkle Fury is a very good manager, but her internal communication practices leave a lot to be desired. I'm not here to criticise her. She does her thing. I fix the engine. And I'll tell you again. Move, or I will make you move. Uh, okay, I'm now torn. I, I'm feeling that once we turn this engine off, my gravity feather is going to just tear this place down through the bottom of the convoy outside the atmosphere and to safety. So do I just be horrible to this person and make the gravity feather worse? Um, like, I think... Because I could just break his tether. Yeah, I know, exactly. I don't think we've got time for his uh, his little his little problem. So I think uh, Capello is going to summon Wish Gauntlet and just just yell, "Bring it!" Then <laughs> Capello Capello's been having a day. Yes. Like Capello's Capello's done. Yes. Capello is checking out and getting involved with fisticuffs. Okay, so to give you some idea of the layout of this, uh, you've got the three of you, and now you have the engine kind of behind you. And you've got Captain Snugglestar uh, kind of uh, advancing towards you with uh, his big wrench. And he goes, uh, oh, bring it, eh? Is that how it is? Eh? You're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you know, step up to old Captain Snugglestar? Yeah. What are you going to do? Tighten me to death? Um, well, maybe. Well. And also, I I suppose my two, my security detail may rip your head off as well. And behind him, lumber interview two muffin minions. Oh no! Lynette, start hacking it. Start hacking it now. Okay. <laughs> uh, so one of the muffin minions has a, uh, let's say, a cookie for a head. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, 
and the cookie has it's a it's a rainbow cookie so it's got kind of uh little sugar coated multicolored chocolate beads for its eyes and mouth <laughs> and uh the other one is it's a Werther's original yes. <laughs> like it's just got this big hard toffee is head, he like a basically. like an old man muffin minion then <laughs> he goes a granddad muffin, muffin granddad <laughs> He's got a big droopy toffee mustache as Great. well, kind of coming off his horrible face. Uh, everybody, roll strategy Ooh. for me. Ooh. Ah, nuts. One, Zero. two. <laughs> okay, this is good. <laughs> is it? Uh, sorry, who who rolled with zero? Acapella. Oh dear. Oh, no. oh dear. After oh, all dear. our big words. How... Okay. Right. Uh, let me just make a note of that. Okay, Lynette, you go first. Okay. What do you do? I'm going to run over to the engine part that I need to make contact with. I'm going to put my hand on it and I'm going to start hacking. Okay, uh, I'd like you to make me a will roll, please. Oh, four. That's the best I could have rolled. Uh, very nice, very nice. Okay, so yeah, you instantly feel this connection, Lynette. Uh, and uh, as you kind of place your hand on the ship's engine, uh, you get a moment's kind of like blurring in your eyes and you have a sense of like great big multifaceted crystals kind of opening up around you in a beautiful kind of kaleidoscope. And you feel a, yeah, you feel like a, a link with your hand form on this thing and suddenly like your hand is locked in place and you get that familiar kind of like pattern around your hand appears like little kind of like bits of circuitry kind of grow outwards and um yeah what are you what are you telling the engine oh what do we think are we diverting it are we exploding it are we i think we've got to explode it. i almost feel like we just need to turn it off like if it's it's presumably keeping it keeping the ship level with all the other yeah. ships in the convoy if the if the weighty feather was, is going to be pulling it down uh-huh. well then we just need to turn off anything that's keeping it in place okay, i think we so need to make sure that it goes in the direction we want it to go in and not crashes mm-hmm. into the rest of the convoy so yeah. i think maybe yeah fly it away from the convoy okay i will i will divert its uh direction then i'll, I'll change direction Okay, so oh, sorry, which way are you trying to send Just it? Just away uh, from the convoy. So uh, whether that's down or up or sideways, whatever's the best, clearest direction. I, I guess kind of. I guess kind of um, down. Mm-hmm. I guess kind of kind of would make sense. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So uh, describe this to me. You're just kind of like telling the engine to go down. Yeah. So I suppose that. I mean, there's no gravity. So down to speak. is sideways. Yeah. <laughs> Down is sideways right now. That's <laughs> yeah, you can say kind of like, you know, down in relation to the, to convoy. the convoy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm sort of there. I imagine there's multiple different engines all firing. Uh, so I'm sort of recalibrating those that need to shift so that they are allowing it to, yeah, descend. There's no gravity, though, so it's not descending. But you know what I mean? It's sort of just spinning it yeah. and and pointing it downwards all, all motion is relevant. yeah <laughs> okay so um the engine kind of like flickers with like a warm glow as you touch it and uh you get the sense that something's happening you feel kind of things powering up or things moving and then it pauses and nothing happens and you lynette you kind of 
you feel rather than hear, but you get a almost like a kind of a question in your head and you feel this and this question goes why oh <laughs> and uh Ritua, uh you now have captain snugglestar and these two muffin minions kind of advancing in fact captain snugglestar kind of like raises his hand and makes like a little gesture with two two fingers and the two muffins start kind of like uh ambling a little unsteadily it has to be said due to the gravity shift uh towards you Okay, um, I'm going to aim for Cookie Monster. Okay, Cookie Monster, yeah. I just basically want to try and like, have a just slash at whatever I can get hold of, whatever's nearest. No, okay. no specific target, just whatever bit of it is nearest to me. Sure. And that's a two. Okay, and he defends with. Tanks of a three. Oh. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, so uh, this uh, slash uh, kind of does nothing to the poor uh, Muffin Minion. And uh, in fact, that Muffin Minion is going to respond and it is going to... uh, It's going to... It kind of like puffs up its chest and then it kind of vomits uh, rainbow goo all towards you. Uh, I'm sorry to say. So... Uh, Rixua, make me a dexterity check. A dexterity check? Yes. Again, I'm very bad at that. <laughs> One. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry to say, Rixua, that you are coated in um, uh, this rainbow vomit and you feel your legs in particular are now utterly stuck to the walkway beneath you. Well, at least I don't have to worry about falling off anymore. Oh, no, that is true. That is true. Uh, And uh, the second Muffin Minion uh, is going to swing towards you uh, with a fist with 2R, and it's going to make an attack. And I'd like you to defend with disadvantage. Ugh. Three. Oh, and that is is a one. So, uh, yeah, you successfully defend. Um, Captain Snugglestar... Uh, Capella is going to uh, reach into his pocket and he pulls out a small hammer <laughs> which he chucks towards your head okay. and makes an attack. Okay, I defend with five. Uh, yeah, wow. In fact, uh, he throws this hammer at your head and you uh, catch it, uh, Capella, <laughs> uh, and you look almost kind of like uh, affronted by this, and you're able to make a counterattack. Brilliant. Okay. Then I will with my gauntlets. Um, so that's strength, isn't it? Yes. Here we go then. Two, four, six, eight. No, plus one, nine. Oh my God. <laughs> I've had it. I've um, had enough. Uh, yeah, that is a oh my god, uh, that is a uh, critical. That is a, a critical hit. That is an amazing hit. Uh, and he just drained um, him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he takes uh, four damage, and I'd like you to describe to me uh, what that looks like or what's happening. To um, him. It's probably just a massive pummel straight to his like gut, basically, just like a sucker punch straight into his midriff okay yeah and in fact you uh you punch him so hard in the gut 
that he uh, kind of lifts off his feet and it's only the little uh, kind of rope that's attaching him <laughs> to the railing. Uh, but as he kind of like goes, ooh, and kind of like lifts up, uh, he actually falls backwards a little bit. And uh, his uh, his little rope kind of slides him down the railing and he kind of collapses on the floor and it's just kind of like utterly breathless. He's going, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> And uh, yeah, you can't imagine he'll do much to you. Um, Capella, it's your go. Oh, brilliant. Okay, um, following that then, I'm going to turn my attention to the Muffin Minions. Um, and which is the one closest to me, would you say? Uh, let's say it's uh, Old Werther Original. <laughs> Old Grandad Minion. Um, okay, I'm going to uh, go for a massive punch at him as well, I think. Sure. Here we go. It's not as good. It's a five. Okay, uh, he defends with... Uh, okay, yeah, that is... Um, wow, Capella ain't, Capella ain't messing around right now. Yeah, <laughs> that is a heavy attack. So yeah, so you do... Um, yeah, a way, uh, describe, describe this to um, me. This, he's, I imagine he's got his back uh, to me because he's sort of focusing on Ritua. And so I sort of leap into the air and just like try and batter the back of his head. Okay. Uh, <laughs> his Werther's, yeah, oh his Werther's head. <laughs> We're the good guys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. This is some real kind of like MMA kind of yes, shit. Yes, that's so, right. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just paint this scene. Capella has just caught a hammer in midair <laughs> and then decked a war hero like in the chest, like really, really hard. And yeah. So what you're kind of like almost kind of doing like a leaping punch or something like that into the back of this thing's yeah, head. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you punch uh, this. Uh, this muffin minion uh, so hard that uh, you make like an indent uh, in its big Werther's original head uh, to the point where from the front now its face kind of bulges outwards in like a perfect imprint of your face of not your face your fist kind of thing and the muffin minion is now kind of like you don't know quite how their anatomy works but you get the impression that like its face is all janked up and it can't maybe see as well because its eyes have been kind of like pushed to different sides of its Fantastic. head. And it's now kind of like going... And it's kind of like rubbing at its head, basically. Um, Lynette, you are uh, still connected to the engine mm-hmm. and you hear again, query, why? Uh, to save the extraverse. Query, what? <laughs> <laughs> the garden is on board. The garden has escaped. Engine. Yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> engine. I am engine. Oh, hello, engine. Um, I need your help. We need to kind of get this ship away from anyone. I'm holding in position. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> would you like to uh, take us down? Why? Uh, because if we don't do this, everyone will die. The crew will die? Query. Uh, not if they listen to us and do as we say. I listen to the captain. Well, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's not listening to us. 
I listen to the captain. Okay. Um, well, I'm the captain of a ship. Hello, Captain. Called the Reflector. <laughs> She's Reflect- gonna bluff away. Future legend. Future legend. Future legend. I'm sorry, the future legend. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong thing. Wrong ship. The future legend. I'm the captain of the future legend. Are you captain? I am definitely a hundred percent. Don't ask anyone. <laughs> <laughs> captain, I am holding in position. Great. Well, if you could just take us down and away. Query, why? Oh my god, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right, she's gonna take her hand away and turn around to see what's going on, to see if maybe everyone's like made friends, maybe the captain's on board uh, with our plan. Uh, Yeah. Uh, You you turn around and you see uh, Capella uh, kind of like with a bloodlust in her eyes. (laughs) It's just kind of like screaming with both her fists kind of like at the ready. And uh, this Werther's original is a muffin minion. It's just kind of like has a horribly deformed head and it's just kind of like stumbling around, like waving its arms. Rituar is covered in rainbow vomit and there's a cookie muffin minion. And uh, Captain uh, Snuggle Scar is uh, lying on his belly. Uh, his face has gone blue and he is uh, hacking, hacking uh, this horrible cough. It's just kind of like uh, dry coughing on the floor. Okay. Um, Lynette's going to run over to him and like drag him towards the engine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah he offers no resistance and uh he's kind of um just uh coughing and spluttering as as you drag him okay. and lynette as you are dragging this poor man along the floor Ritua, you are still kind of uh glued in place and this cookie this cookie monster for lack of a better word is uh kind of uh uh bearing down on you okay um my arms are free though right yeah, yeah my yeah. legs have got gooed so um if he's coming towards me, I'm just going to try and like counter with a th- thrust straight through whatever is nearest again. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, four. Uh, and the muffin minion defends with two. Hey. Yeah. So yeah, you, yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, you stab him and you do. Okay, you know what? Let's just say two damage. You do two damage to the dude. And you scab him in the chest. And yeah, do you just kind of leave it like stuck in him or? Uh... I'm trying to like, uh, yeah, I'm sort of lunging. So I, I, I don't want to overbalance because I can't move my legs. So I'll pull back. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, the muffin kind of looks down and like a pinata, you know, has this kind of hole in his belly. And um, uh, there are hundreds of, well, hundreds and thousands that just kind of like spilling <laughs> out of this hole in his, in his chest. And um, <laughs> yeah, he looks at you. And uh, uh, swings uh, swings a fist towards you. So he's attacking. Okay. Okay, yeah. Attacks for four. Mm, I defend with one. Okay. Uh, I, he does uh, two damage to you, Rituar. Okay, I'm now at two points of health. Mm. Okay, the Werther's original muffin minion uh, turns towards you, Capella, and is going to swing... Uh, swing a fist towards With you. With disadvantage, I hope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? You make a compelling argument. Yes, he is blind, so he's kind of <laughs> swinging, swinging, uh, swinging towards you. Okay. Uh, attacks for one. He attacks for one. I defend with six. Woo. 
Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, you get to do a counterattack. Brilliant. And then I will. We may need to look at R- Capella's stats going forward. <laughs> <laughs> it's the gauntlets. It's because it's strength. Uh, oh, this isn't so crazy. Three. Okay, three. Uh, yeah, so you, yeah, you, uh, you, uh, you punch this thing and you do two damage to it. Uh, describe the punch. Um, if he's sort of lumbering towards me, um, uh, Capella sort of having dodged the first attack, slides uh, sort of between his legs and punches straight up into the muffiny groin. You... Okay, yeah, so... <laughs> um, so I can't imagine, like, uh, yeah, Capella just having had enough of this shit, like 100%. Uh, you've just... Uh, you've battered aside this, uh, this muffin arm. Yeah, and, like, you kind of skid, and as you say, you punch upwards uh, through this muffin. And yeah, you hit. There must have been like a, a boiled, a boiled mint or something in there because you hit something <laughs> <boiled> hard, <laughs> and you just get like this kind of like liver. crack. Oh no! <laughs> uh, you get this horrible cracking sound, and the muffin minion kind of like, kind of like shudders and like like tearing a, a d- delightful cakey cakey muffin apart. He just kind of like splits down the center and two halves of this muffin minion <laughs> collapse either side of you onto onto the floor capella just stands up covered in like bits of icing and and uh, bits of cake and just goes i know how to kill them <laughs> <laughs> it turns out violence was the answer <laughs> i like to think and, we're providing uh, a service here like these poor people got made into muffin minions we're just freeing them from their like sticky cage they're already dead <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Capella, it is it is still your go because that was a counterattack. <laughs> so, oh, me. Okay. You see the you see the cookie the cookie muffin minion. Yeah, it's my uh, new target. Is, uh, has its back to you. It is focusing on uh, Ritua. Based on where I know the boiled mint core is, I'm going. I'm going <laughs> to try and. I'm not suggesting that there is a single mint imperial in every muffin minion's crotch. <laughs> no, no. That that's, that's what Capella has assumed. <laughs> Um, she's going to aim there where it was on the other one on this one okay right old... uh, yeah and you're coming you're coming up behind uh this one because its attention is on Ritua. Yeah. so uh yeah you um yeah you get adv- uh he's going to be at a disadvantage okay that is a three okay uh yeah that is a um zero excellent uh so uh yeah um <laughs> This, uh, you come up behind the muffin minion, and Ritua, from your perspective, this thing is just kind of punched you in the face, and then suddenly its chest explodes, <laughs> and this energy gauntlet just kind of like blasts out of this muffin minion's chest, and uh, incredibly, this like a like a heart being ripped out of the chest of a real creature. There is a giant mint imperial yes. uh, in, in, in this uh, a beating mint imperial, a beating mint imperial in this energy gauntlet, and there's a lot of jam. Ooh. Like jam has kind of been sprayed all over you, Ritua. I'm afraid. And oh no, there's sorry. a jelly baby. Oh what? <laughs> You're saying it's pregnant? <laughs> oh no, this is so bad. <laughs> dial it back dial it back they're Why also wine gums um, so clearly they weren't being very responsible oh <laughs> um this muffing minion uh looks at you Ritua, and then looks down axe um at axe it's kind of mint imperial 
and uh, uh, just kind of looks sad and uh, and kind of like slumps to its knees. And uh, you have kind of like, and then Capella's head comes into view. And she's just kind of like screaming, with like, <laughs> and there's like jam like pouring down her face. <laughs> yeah, it's real apocalypse now, basically. What Rick's, what Capella has done to this poor she, um, she dips her hand uh, in the jam and smears two strips underneath each eye, kind of like Battle Angel Alita. And then you kind of lick your fingers because it is delicious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lynette, you have dragged poor Captain Snugglestar <laughs> over to the engine, yep. and he's just kind of like looks at you, and he's like, <gasps> 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 "She's gonna put." Well, no, she's not gonna give him her ring. Actually, she's gonna just say to him, "Tell engine to leave the convoy." Uh, and he looks at you and goes, <gasps> <gasps> "He's he's." He he's just like still blue in the face and kind of like uh, shaking. A okay, bit. she's gonna put the ring on his finger. Put his hand. Your the ring the ring will not come oh, off. I'm afraid. Okay. Um. All right. I'm gonna put my hand on the engine again, and I'm gonna have him sort of have me touch him as well, and just see if I can form a connection between the captain yeah, and, and engine. Yeah. As you um, as you uh, kind of do that, uh, like a magnetic pull. The captain's hand is suddenly snapped onto the engine, oh. and a little glowy pad appears around his hand. And he's kind of like lying on the floor, and his arm is kind of like bent up behind him and like connected to the engine. And he like looks at you, and then looks at his hand, and you see like he's trying to tug it away, and he can't. It's kind of like stuck to the engine. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "How's this for permission, engine? There you go. Your captain's here." Uh. Query, authorized, moving down, and uh, the you you the three of you feel like a little shift in your gut as and you get the impression that you're sinking now, and uh, yeah, Lynette, you are able to kind of like disconnect your hand from the engine as around you, uh, kind of you get like rumblings of things uh, happening or activating or, or sh- switching off or switching on as the engine goes through different configurations. Cool. Okay. Right. I think I'm getting us to safety. Well, no, I think I'm getting us away from the convoy. <laughs> so what's the plan now? Okay. So yeah. Do we need to, is it enough to just let this thing float forever? Just get outside of the convoy into the corridors and let it go or i mean here's the thing do we need to burn we are it? also on board <laughs> it'd be yeah. nice if we could get back there's probably a few other people still on board yeah. as well like does this does this thing have escape pods uh at that moment there is uh an uh an explosion above you and as the three of you look up you see uh some garden vines burst downwards and begin to spread across different structures and a al- an alarm starts sounding and uh, thick black smoke starts to uh, billow into the chamber. I think we need it to self-destruct. It, it might be doing that already. <sighs> but I mean, if if it's destroyed on the garden's terms, the garden will just be floating after it's destroyed mm. everything. Whereas if we burn everything up, the garden could be burned up in the process. Or okay. we try and hack the garden again. I don't see any flowers. Do we see any flowers? There are. Um, the alarms are getting quite deafening now. Like there is a big, big, big screaming noise going coming through the ship. 
Okay, set the engine to overload and we'll just have to try and get off the ship. Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right, Captain. Tell the, tell the engine what you just heard. Let's give ourselves 15 minutes. I know, I know. It's very exciting. You still just like making like uh, uh, coffin, uh, coughing noises. <laughs> the sounds of a coffin. Here's the deal. If you tell it what we want it to know, we'll bring you with us on our escape pod. <laughs> I know, it's very generous. <laughs> Capello in the background just goes, will we? <laughs> um, and he's like kind of nodding at you and still kind of like gasping. Like, and there's like a question in his eyes. It's like, <laughs> Lynette just strokes his head and is like, good captain. Good captain. <laughs> thing. Uh, there is another explosion nearby. There we go. Come on, quickly now. <laughs> uh, I would like to say that you have no way of confirming one way or another what he, uh, but he is kind of like, like there is hope in his, his kind of slightly concussed eyes. Okay. Can you not check, Lynette? Yeah, I'll have my hand up on engine. Uh, engine. Hello, Engine. I'd like to uh, you to just repeat the last... I'm moving down. You are moving down. Well done. <laughs> um, I'd like to know the last command you were given, please. Uh, to fly forever and ever and ever. Hmm. No, that's not quite right. Uh, Captain? <laughs> <laughs> I was built to fly. Yes, well, you won't be built much longer. <laughs> <laughs> Although there is great structural damage happening to my ship and my systems. Yes. Yes. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I do wonder if I will be able to fly forever on account of the aforementioned structural damage to my system. <laughs> What's the captain doing? Is he just sat there? The captain is unresponsive. Oh, God. All right. What is he? I look at him. Is he actually just out? <laughs> yes, he is, yeah. His hand his hand is still stuck to this thing. Um but the end the engine uh goes um I will fly forever and ever. Optimism is a big part of my programming. <laughs> okay. Uh I should note I should note that the structural capacity and the structural integrity of my ship are being compromised at an ever increasing rate. <laughs> Okay, she's uh, Lynette's going to turn back to everyone. Uh, I think this thing's just going to explode itself, to be honest. Um, we should just leave. Okay. All crew, all crew members should evacuate. The safety of the crew is very important. I agree. Thank you, Engine. And good luck. The, the, thank you. The captain and I will go down together. Uh, it's what he would have wanted. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Ask the engine how to get off, how to get to the escape pods. Um, engine, could you direct me to the escape pods? There are no escape pods. Okay, great. <laughs> Does everyone hear this when it tells me? No, it's no, it's just talking. But you can, I would just assume that you are relaying it if you um, wish. Okay, I don't know if I'll relay that. I'll just go, okay, thank you, engine. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. As long as we jump off while we're still within the atmosphere generators will just be floating rather than dying. Are there any ships on board? Um, I'm not sure. Um, maybe we could just run, run and run jump. Run away. Run and jump. 
Okay. Run and jump. Okay. So the plan is run and jump. Okay, let's yes. go. Um, I'm going to grab the captain. Does his hand come off? <laughs> I mean, does, does his no. hand attach from the engine? His hand come No, his hand, his, ha- his hand is still uh, attached to the engine. Oh. No. Um, I could chop his hand off. Yeah. That may make Maybe his, his faster. hand should come off. I think he'll um, die if we do that. <laughs> uh, right. I'm really going to give it a, a good old tug. <laughs> uh yeah you you tug really hard on his arm and his arm actually comes off oh uh you realize that he may have had a prosthetic arm which was kind of like possibly as, as a result of his many <laughs> acts of heroism in the great in the great candy wars <laughs> that's amazing he could communicate with the engine through his prosthetic arm i know it's incredible isn't <laughs> it's it got yeah. a UI. Technology. okay right let's take the one-armed captain uh <laughs> okay who's carrying him? do you fancy Oh, I suppose so. Okay, I'll pick him up. Cool. As you pick him up, his other arm falls <laughs> off as well. <laughs> well, that that's less to carry. I'll just I'll like knock his legs about a Do bit. They come off. Both they his come legs off fall off Amazing. as well. Great, yeah. that's much Torso easier boy. to carry. You're not. It, it, you start to wonder whether these aren't prosthesis <laughs> and just something to do with his species. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he'll grow them back. Let's just Let's go. go 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 go. He's a backpack now. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, you start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you start uh, you start running and uh, you're kind of backpedaling through this structure and as you're running you have a really weird sensation where the uh, ship the tilt of the ship seems to be adjusting itself and the floor before you becomes easier and easier to run on as uh, it becomes less of a slope and more of a flat plane huh. and the three uh, of you are still running is this desirable running. or should I this, throw this guy into an engine hole somewhere what? I mean, I'm assuming this means that the, I'm doing something nice by carrying this dude, so the feather's getting lighter. Oh. Like, I could, do we want it to do that? I think we I do mean, want it to do that. Because I could just kill this guy. Yeah, no. no, keep carrying the guy. <laughs> the engine will readjust and, and keep itself on course for nowhere, so we'll be fine. Keep Yeah, let's okay, keep going cool. with him. Just keep going. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you are, um, you are now um, uh, legging it back up through the uh, structure of the kind of... Uh, downstairs areas of the ship and you you get to that vent and you start kind of climbing furiously up and um uh you now make it back into the uh the employee areas and you know you push back through the rec room and now there are vines growing across all the surfaces but you are able to uh if you want there's nothing stopping you even though every surface is kind of uh now covered in vines yeah I think is um is chip here chip boy chip booth man you can't see him right now, but yeah, there's, uh, there is, there are, you, you can get back to the main floor of a casino, basically. Well, presumably there is a, um, there is a directive in the employee handbook about evacuating in the case of an emergency, so he will have run. This is true. Now, I, ho- I hope now so. There's alarms and stuff. Depends how committed he is to his position, but yeah. <laughs> okay. So, the, yeah, do the three of you push, push on? on? Yeah, but I'm just thinking, just a thought that has occurred to me right now, if we don't have something to give yes and no, we won't be able to like cure timber will we that's very um, true true but it may be fairly apparent what's happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah just because we messed up in a very obvious way doesn't mean they're gonna be okay with that <laughs> um, um sure. something um uh as you're as you're kind of talking about this uh the uh uh, a flower kind of blooms behind you and kind of like bristles menacingly towards you this room is becoming increasingly hostile. Okay, leaving this room. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, let's go. 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. So the three of you, uh, you charge out, uh, pushing through the chip booth, and uh, you. Uh, there is no sign of uh, the, the the chip meister, uh, and you kind of breathe a sign, re- sigh of relief. There is nothing but vines and chips in there. Um, just okay. following that train of thought, I've just thought uh, they're probably going to be quite happy that Sparkle Fury has been removed from the equation uh, substantially. So we'll just say that that was our plan all along. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, okay. I'm happy with that. <laughs> okay yeah so you uh you charge uh out onto the main floor of the casino and if you thought things were bad before uh, I did. they have gotten much much worse oh. uh now this massive garden structure in the center of the casino has kind of bloomed and blossomed and there are these massive beautiful but kind of also horrifying in their scale flowers uh kind of opening upwards towards the sky and there's like a you can see that there are almost like pollen there are these great kind of wafty kind of seed pogs kind of lifting up and out and kind of floating into the central kind of uh cavern like structure of the casino um as you look to your left the grand entrance to the casino uh is um kind of like a torn and ruined mess of metal and vines kind of growing around it in fact, as you look through some of like the glass windows, you can't see the convoy anymore on these lower levels. You can just see the uh, space of the extraverse. Oh. Okay, uh, up, I guess, as high as we can, and then out. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is there a car park? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, uh, you approach a balcony and you look down and you realise that much of the structure of the ship is being torn apart. In fact, as you look down, there are sp- spaces where you can even see straight out into the extraverse. And this great big torn structure has just been ruined by the garden. In fact, there are these great big um, kind of like limb-like structures of vines, which are themselves clinging onto chunks of uh masonry like bits of floor bits of ceiling in fact you see like a whole chunk of uh, gambling floor go by still with a few little booths stuck to it in fact you recognize the crown and anchor kind of uh table kind of moving past you suspended on a vine (laughs) i'm sure they'll they'll enjoy that one somewhere when they find this place yeah in fact, as you look up, you see that there are rising all the way up to the top of the structure where the only semblance of uh, normal life is the holographic structure of, of Sparkle Fury and then the big glass window uh, at the, the skylight, the big glass skylight. And as you look up, there are these kind of like raised platforms of chunks of casino kind of moving around you, uh, suspended on vines. We could try and use those, I guess. Yeah. Let's try it. I mean, let's. We just need to get out. Like, let's let's out. Yeah, let us be out. Okay. All right. Let's try jumping on the platforms. I yeah, guess. Yeah. Let's give that a shot. Yeah. So uh, you're kind of on the edge of the the balcony now, and the chunk of floor with the crown and anchor kind of uh, table is uh, is coming up below you. Uh, are you going to kind of jump together? Jump yeah. together. Yes. Yeah. Friendship. Yeah. Murder friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were already dead. <laughs> that's what i'm telling and, myself uh, <laughs> right okay and um 
the the three of you uh, leap, uh, and it's not hard to do given the size of this kind of landmass moving beneath you. And you crash down onto the crown and anchor table and steady yourself as you feel uh, this chunk of casino kind of moving upwards through the air as all these vines grow upwards. Um, yeah, so looking up, you can see that the skylight is kind of um, fast uh, fast approaching as, as you're rising up and up and up. And yes. these giant flowers kind of, um, uh, you pass them and look down and they are kind of beautiful and glowing in a, in a terrifying kind of way. And uh, you hear a, uh, a scream from above and you hear the sound of someone going, uh, look out below. And this kind of somersaulting little shape <laughs> comes flying off a balcony and uh, it, it, kind of like a perfect acrobat. And as he's kind of like spinning through the air, you see Ocus's arms kind of pop out yes. uh, his four limbs and he lands spider-like with perfect grace on the ta- on on the floor next to you, and then kind of like um, shuffles up into uh, an upright position, and you realise that kind of like strapped to his body are locks of different like sacks. Uh, f- you don't know what's in them, but they do Jeez. appear to be kind of like uh, jingling a bit. <laughs> so, so you had a good day. Uh, I've got to say, if you three ever want to get out of the field of just general carnage and destruction and want to get into the field of, I don't know, uh, just crime, like, I, I could really use the three of you because no one has paid me any attention. Like, this is, <laughs> this has gone so much better. Who knew? I wasted months planning and you just unleashed like a massive weapon of destruction. Who'd have thought? Yeah. It's brilliant. I'm up for a team up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Uh, so I guess we just have to get out of here without dying. That's sort of, basically. yeah, priority one, I guess. Yeah. Are we still heading up towards the skylight? Yes, it is kind of, uh, you are kind of rising up towards uh, the hologram. In fact, you are now passing the hologram and you see like this giant face of sparkle fury in kind of big flickering lights uh, kind of like spinning past you as, as you rise. Uh, in fact, uh, Ritua... As you look at this horrible kind of beaming, glowing face of Sparkle Fury, uh, you see something like a little speck of light kind of in the centre of the face. And then, then this speck of light is, random, is rapidly getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And rocketing towards you is Sparkle Fury. And she erupts out through the face of this hologram and lands on this uh, chunk, this landmass, this uh, little chunk of casino floor. And she is glowing with energy and her eyes are like balls of white fire. And um, her dress is kind of like torn in places and burnt and her hair is a little kind of disheveled. And uh, she looks at you and she goes, this has not been a fun, fun sparkle time. (laughs) (laughs) No, I suppose. I don't know. This this might have actually gone better than the last sort of social event we went to like i mean we've only we've only destroyed one ship rather than an entire mountain like that was yeah you know this is yes this is, this is a win for I us i think yeah. yeah uh she's advancing on the four of you now and she goes who are you really and i don't mean i don't i don't believe for a second you are working for those yes and no fools Nobody could have planned this. Nobody. I. I. I am. Oh, I am. I am perfect. I do not make mistakes, and I do not get undone by amateurs. So, who are you that you were able to take me down like this? And she's advancing on you now, kind of swinging her scepter. 
I, I feel like the problem here is that you're assuming we had a plan. The problem is that you plan too much, I feel. You know, if you if you stop thinking and just act, look what happens. <laughs> you're right. You're you're so so right. I'm not going to think. I'm just going to act. And she's now kind of walking towards you with her scepter kind of raised above her head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I guess um I mean I guess I so I'm going to pick up the crown and anchor table and kind of push it up in front of me as like a, like um, a shield. <laughs> uh, yeah, she uh, she swings her scepter and kicks of not kicks, but like just whacks the table out of your hand to the point where your arms are kind of like almost wrenched out of their sockets by this table, kind of like spiraling through the air. And as it spirals away, uh, it kind of like there are um, little trails of like pixie dust kind of spiraling off it. And uh, then the table explodes in a firework of candy. <laughs> and still she walks towards you. And um, Ocus, uh, Ocus kind of looks at that and looks at uh, Spark of Fury and goes, oh, I guess, this is why I, I guess this is why I kept one in reserve. And he reaches out and pulls one of those grenades out of his pocket and just kind of chucks it into Sparkle Fury's kind of chest. And she kind of catches it and it explodes in this kind of like pillar of like napalm fury. And uh, all the three of you have to like kind of shield your eyes against the heat of the proximity of this thing. And as the light dims slightly, you look again and Spark of Fury is just kind of standing there uh, holding the remains of this grenade and her entire body is now on fire. And uh, she just looks at you and then she crushes the remains of the grenade in her hand. And Ocus just goes, well, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> I have to say that set it on fire was my main like, plan for this whole, you know, part of the problem. It doesn't seem to be working. Um... She is now, she is like walking closer and closer. And the four of you are now kind of like, uh, backed up against the edge of this rising kind of platform, as uh, as she and there's really only like a, uh, six feet between you now. And you look up, and the um, uh, the glass is getting closer and closer. Um, I'm gonna try and put her in a bubble. Okay, nice. But you already have your fist. Yeah, I'll have to sacrifice those. That's the only, only okay thing I can nice think to do. <laughs> Yeah. It's better than trying to punch her because a grenade didn't stop her. So I don't think one of our punches, <laughs> even if I roll real well. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm going to sacrifice another witch. I think this is probably my last. Yes, this could be. Uh, yeah, but what a way to go yeah, out, right? Or at least I hope. So in seconds, the gauntlets disappear, and she puts uh, Capella puts her hand up and just tries to generate a bubble containing Sparkle Fury's fury. Uh, yeah, so you uh, you suddenly kind of, yeah, you focus intently and this uh, bubble of gold energy forms around Sparkle Fury. And she kind of pauses for a second and she's still burning. And uh, she um, kind of like punches the bubble as like, experimentally and it kind of ripples but holds. And then she looks again, kind of like not... Kind of, more just kind of like genuinely intrigued for a second as if some it's not it's not often that something kind of stands up against her but she is still on fire mm. and as she's burning the uh bubble is just filling with smoke 
to the point where she may not be harmed, but she's finding it harder and harder to see. Uh, could everyone make me a uh, make me a deduction roll, everyone? Okay. That's a one. Four. Two. What do you get, Rixua? Four. Okay, Rixua, with your keen elf eyes, you look up, <laughs> and as you look through the kind of glass uh, skylight above you, you see uh, a shape kind of shooting towards you, and it is a ship. Uh, it is a small vessel, and it is go- coming closer and closer and closer, and Sparkle Fury, uh, with uh, her kind of rapidly filling bubble with smoke, uh, has no idea. In fact, the bubble has now turned completely black, with occasional kind of like punches and ripples, and you can see like cracks starting to form in the bubble as she punches on it. Uh, but Rutu, are you reckon that this ship is not slowing down and it is coming straight towards you? Okay, great. Let's get on that ship. Okay. As in, like, it's really not slowing down. Like, it is coming closer and closer and closer. You think it's going to smash right through the skylight. Oh. That seems like a dumb thing to do. Uh, <laughs> why would it be doing that? You <laughs> should get out of the way. Yeah, yeah Rituar, you have a few seconds to yeah, act. Yeah, okay. Um, we need to jump to another platform. Another thing. Okay. Um, uh, jump jump to something else. Just, like, leave Sparkle Fury here and okay, jump. Okay, let's jump. Uh, yeah, there are very, 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 very few things for you to, to jump to, uh, Rituar. Like, you realise that this may... There may not be something to jump to. This could... Is this the end of Rituar? <laughs> I mean, probably that would be legit, I think. Like, <laughs> this might be a character-defining def- character moment, Ritual. What do you do? I kick the bubble. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you uh, kick the bubble and it flies backwards. And at that exact moment, um, uh, the skylight above you explodes as this ship, lean and small, much smaller than the future legend, kind of shoots right down. And Ocus goes... Bloody hell. And he, he quickly reaches to his belt, th- grabs like a, a spool of, of rope and kind of like loops it around the uh, the three of you and yanks it tight. So the four of you are now kind of like tied around the waist by a rope. And this ship smashes right down through the platform you're standing on uh, between you and Sparkle Fury. And Sparkle Fury just goes pinballing <laughs> off. <laughs> Uh, the back of this platform. Uh, in fact, as she kind of like, um, uh, as this ball she's in rockets backwards, it hits the groove that the giant roulette uh, ball was in. <laughs> and she starts kind of like now orbiting around the casino. And so perfect. of course, the, the four of you have very little time to process this because you are now suddenly in free fall. Uh, you, the, the, the four of you feel your guts rise up into your mouths and suddenly up is down, down is up. You have no idea what's going on. And then suddenly you collide with something hard, but not so hard that you can't thank whatever gods you believe in that you are alive. And you are now clinging to the hull of this small, mobile little ship that uh, is beneath you. And there is a cockpit big enough for one person and it opens and you see a familiar beak (laughs) (laughs) feathers and and feathers rotary kind of scans up and he goes he goes i apologize uh, for the deception but um this has been a this has been planned a long time and i couldn't have you uh disrupting 
my organization's efforts to take down Sparkle Fury. You have my gratitude. <laughs> Is he like James Whatever, Bond? Whatever, dude. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He has like a special drink he orders at the <clears throat> bar. <laughs> Feathers, you legend. Now get us out of here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you beautiful bastard. <laughs> he goes, I couldn't agree more. He goes, and then he, uh, he tilts the ship upwards and uh, you all cling on very hard as it blasts up out of the skylight and you are now for a brief and terrifying moment you are in the space between the falling ship and the uh and the underside of the convoy and this gap where the casino once sat and you for a moment are suddenly aware of how very 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 small you are and you rock it up and suddenly you are safe again and you see the convoy beneath you and as you look down through this hole you see uh, sparkle fury's casino sinking deeper and deeper and we cut to the casino and the casino floor and we see vines everywhere we hear the screaming of alarms and smoke fills the air and from a pile of rubble um sparkle fury breaks free and the flames are now dying, but her entire body is is uh, kind of singed and covered in charcoal. And she kind of like pants heavily and just kind of like looks around her, like almost looking to kind of like smash anything to just destroy. She's so angry. And then she pauses and she just looks at her casino, which is in utter, utter disarray. And the garden is all around her kind of growing. And she just sighs and she walks over to the ruins of the bar which is kind of just in utter utter disarray and she reaches behind the bar and grabs like a bottle of some very 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 hard spirit (laughs) and she shatters the neck of the bottle with a fist and then just kind of sits on the bar and watches as her casino burns and uh, just takes a swig of this spirit and goes god damn it and then the entire casino <laughs> explodes and are, are on board the convoy, everyone who's kind of gathered around the edges kind of has to throw themselves back as this burst of light just kind of erupts upwards. And Feather's Rotary touches down and the four of you spill onto the uh, kind of pavement beneath Ooh. you. And the captain... Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. I've been ca- I was carrying him as much as the best I could. I probably tied like his empty arm, like sh- sleeves and and trouser legs together, like, like around a each arm. Yeah, like a backpack. Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, Ritua, you put him down on the floor, and he goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's all he can say. Though. And then he can. And then yeah, he that seems like... that seems sensible. Whatever. We save the day. Uh, uh, a crowd of people, uh, well, people are just kind of running uh, in every direction. Um, whatever close, uh, whatever kind of police department the convoy has, uh, they are dealing with this situation. Uh, it's a scene of it's a scene of chaos, but you sense that the danger is over, and uh, no one is paying any attention to you or to Feather's Rotary, who is now kind of just um, dusking off his ship and kind of checking that everything's in order. Uh, I think Capella's going to go over to Feathers and just uh, mm-hmm. shake him by the hand. Word, uh, yeah, wordlessly, and, uh, I think. Just shake him by the hand. <laughs> shake him by, the, wing, by yeah. the wing. Yeah, 
like yeah, he's got like his big feathery, feathery wing, and he goes, uh, he goes, uh, well, your uh, your methods may be unorthodox, but uh, I can't help but respect them. Bear in mind, if you ever, if you ever need an ally again in the fight against extraversal crime, know that Feather's Rotary is always at your disposal. And uh, <laughs> Feathers, that and was then the he coolest speech. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And then he kind of like uh, backflips into the cockpit <laughs> and uh, a little um, dispensary opens and uh, a drink just gets kind of slid to him. And he goes... Like a martini. Uh, uh, he, goes, uh, he goes, and remember, gambling kills. No, wait, that's dangerous driving. Fuck. And he just kind of like... Uh, the cockpit closes and he just kind of erupts upwards off off the convoy. And uh, Ocus walks up to join you, uh, Capella, and just kind of looks up at this kind of disappearing smoke trail and goes, will we ever know who that international man of mystery was? Yes. He was delusional. Was like, completely delusional. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. <laughs> he goes, anyway, um, so that was fun. Uh, I guess I'm going to be leaving you now uh with all my memories <laughs> my big bags of stolen memories which i'm gonna take with me you have uh, you um, have somewhere to go ocus we could use a man like you uh well yeah you know i i just i like to i like to just kind of keep ahead of trouble before it kind of finds me so it, this is we, we cause we cause all the yeah, trouble if you're so, with yeah, us you'll yeah, always you'll always, always be just ahead yeah. This is great. You three are absolute psychopaths, and this has been a blast. But I, and he's kind of like backing away from you as he does this, and he go and he kind of just like gives you a little like cheeky finger salute and goes, "Well, this has been delightful." And he kind of goes to turn, and he walks into a massive chest, <laughs> like a figure the size of a small house. And he looks up, and Mr. No is kind of standing above him. And uh, he goes, Ah, this is... Hmm, hello. And uh, you hear a familiar voice. And you hear, uh, Now then, now then, Ocus. What a surprise, we haven't seen you around for a few years. I thought, um, I thought we had a little arrangement about that. And uh, Mr. Yes kind of steps into view from behind Mr. No and looks at the three of you. Uh, and you are a pretty awful state, I should, I should I say. I think um, Capella uh, does yeah, a bow yeah. at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you want to or because you can't stand anymore? A bit of both. <laughs> a bit of both, not going to lie. But almost as if to um, say, you're welcome. <laughs> and... Um, uh, he goes, uh, he looks at you and goes, my, my, this is hardly the subtle state of affairs we uh, we imagined when we entered into this little business agreement. Lynette proudly says, well, that's what you get when you deal with us. <laughs> that is, in, yeah, that is, that is indeed, that is indeed. Um, I have to say, this was a surprising outcome. We were certainly not expecting you to literally remove her. From the board, we merely wanted an edge up in our business dealings, oh. and, and you appear to have taken 
the uh, the nuclear option. Mm. Now, now maybe someone who had a vested interest in real estate in the immediate vicinity might take offence at some of the damage that has been done. But um, we can be very forgiving if you just hold up your end of the bargain and give us the item we ask you to procure. Did you know what it was, the item, Mr. Yes? No, no, not a clue. Let me uh, me tell uh, you a little bit about uh, why we had to take what you so eloquently called the nuclear approach. Um, it was this man, the captain. He was the he was the, at the in the cell in the in the vault, and now he's yours. Here you go. And the captain goes, the uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and Mister Yes kind of looks down and goes, goes. Uh, well, it's certainly close to dead. What's wrong with <laughs> What's wrong with him? <laughs> His arms and legs came off. We're not quite sure why. <laughs> So here you go. Here's what you asked for. Are you telling me that this sorry state, this sorry figure here, is what Sparkle Fury was able to instill loyalty, command, fear, and respect from the entire criminal underworld? This thing. Cabela turns to Lurt and just goes, "Yeah, is that what you're telling him?" Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we had to remove his limbs just to make him safe for. Uh, transit. He was just a. You should have seen him. He was deadly, deadly. You removed his limbs. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he he looks at you, Lynette, and goes, "I've got to say, I will. I'm very much impressed by your uh, your moxie, uh, Miss. That is that that is compelling. Um, but uh, maybe we should." Uh, avoid the lies, shall we? Aww. Yeah. Uh, Maybe we should. Lies point, make o- it o- more fun. <laughs> o- at, at this point, Ocus has like kind of tried to like sneak off, just kind of like to the side, and without turning away, Mister No just reaches out with a massive arm and kind of just picks him up and kind of puts him back uh, in front of you all and puts a big hand on his shoulder. And he is uh, mostly shoulder. Mostly, yeah, uh, yeah. It puts it on the top. Yeah, it doesn't really have a shoulder. It just puts it on the top middle of Ocus and kind of presses him down. And Mr. Yes goes, no, no, I'm sure uh, you wouldn't want to uh, jeopardise the uh, health and well-being of uh, your good captain. So uh, maybe uh, maybe just come clean. It was, and, it uh, was the garden. The garden. She had a seed of the garden in her vault. I suppose that makes uh, a horrible kind of sense. I suppose I, oh, my God, Mister No, I did not. Im- I knew she was crazy. I did not imagine she was that level of peculiar. That is, that is something else. Wow. Well, I guess we we all owe you. Uh, we all owe you, uh, you heroes, uh, a great debt for your services to the convoy. I mean, I suppose you do. But we'll settle. We we'll do. settle for you just letting our captain be healed, and we'll go on our way. Oh, and a reward, Lynette. Please, please no. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Now, and speaking of great debt, um, now obviously we are not crazy enough as to deal with the gar- dealt with the garden, and we would not have accepted a garden seed if you had brought it to us. So, given that the parameters of the deal have changed, I think it's. Uh, I think you uh, you have to reimburse us for our time, and then maybe we'll um, we'll see to uh, securing Timbar's health and no more lies. What about 
Don't worry, our guys. time and our life that we've lost, literally. Um, we got injured. We could have died. We spent ages doing still, this for you. Still could. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes, look, I don't know why you'll be... I don't know why you're trying my patience like this. I said no more lies. And with this, he points at Capella and goes, so stop lying. What have you got there? Hand it over. Oh, she takes out the box. He goes, mmm. And he looks at it and goes, now, now. What is this you've got here? Yeah, okay. We found this in the vault as well. Really? Mmm. And he's kind of like, just kind of like looking at it now. And he seems like all kind of like congenial and goes, my, my, that is a, that is an oddly fascinating item you've got there. It, I could kind of, mm, there's something about it that just kind of spoke to me. Like the moment, uh, the moment I, I kind of saw you there. Uh, so uh, just hand it over, eh? You know, just, uh, just give it well, here. I mean, I assume if I hand it over, then uh, we're square. Oh, of course, yeah, no, no, absolutely square, and uh, yeah, just uh, yeah, just give it here, and uh, you know, we'll give you, uh, we'll give you the antidote. Let me, uh, for, let, me uh, poor... let me see that that beautiful antidote then. Uh, he goes, oh, of course, of course, and he reaches into his pocket and brings out a small little vial of clear liquid, and goes, uh, so uh, you give me, you give me Sparkle Fury's treasure, and I'll. Uh, I'll give you this. What'd you say, guys? I mean, you can't open it. No. Yeah. All right, here we you go. don't really have a choice. Yeah. Okay, and uh, he uh, he op- he puts his hand out, and I put mine out, and I hand him the box. Okay, and he goes, "Oh, uh, oh, thank you. Oh, that is a beautiful specimen. Oh, I can only. Ooh, Come on, play your part." Oh, oh, yep. Yeah, no, look at me. Forget my own head. <laughs> if it weren't bandaged on, and he um. He kind of uh, tosses you the vial. Okay. Make me a dexterity roll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you catch it, yeah. And um, he goes, uh, you see, this is what happens when you deal with legitimate businessmen and uh, we all leave happy at the end of the day. He goes, uh, Mr. No, shall we uh, be on our way? And he goes, uh, and, he, and the two of them kind of saunter away. He goes, a pleasure doing business with you all. Um, oh, and uh, Ocus, I uh, I wouldn't show your head around here again. No, little bit of little bit of torso based humour for you there. Um, or um, I will rip your limbs off. Okay, and the two of them kind of just saunter off into the crowd, leaving the four of you alone. Let's get back to the ship. Yeah, come on, Captain. Yeah. Oh, you taking oh, it? Well? No, I, I, no, we don't want. We, it. Can't we don't just leave a limbless man gasping. As far as we know, that's how he's supposed to be. Uh, a bunch of a bunch of what look like doctors uh, run over <laughs> and they go, "Oh, you poor man! What have these monsters done to you?" Uh, hey, somebody, somebody, we stop saved them. his then life. Like, if that makes us monstrous, then Sparkle sorry. Fury, you, this, his employer, you, you brutal monsters! Just leave this poor creature alone. We, we will care for him. We. We'll we'll care for him. We're doctors. We'll look after him. Please, just <laughs> just a passing please. fleet of doctors. <laughs> just 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 be gone. Just please leave us All alone. All right, fine. Yeah, don't have to ask me twice. Yeah, yep. I'm up. Yep. We're, you we're monsters. Off. You savage Shut up, doctors. <laughs> Shut up, all you and, doctors. Uh, <laughs> as uh, and as you start kind of walking away, uh, uh, Rituar, a you look up and a a small feather kind of drifts <laughs> down in front of you, and. Uh, 
uh, lands uh, on your shoulder. Uh, I I just sort of brush it off. <laughs> I don't I don't want the judgy feather. And we all turn uh, and ask, "Did you learn something?" And then freeze frame and the credits roll. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, and then, and then, as you kind of walk away, and uh, Ocus uh, goes, uh, he follows you now, and he goes, uh, "Any, uh, any chance of a ride?" And then the camera kind of pangs back to those two doctors, and they go, "Yes, yes, leave him with us. We'll care for <laughs> oh, no! him in our hosp- in our hospital of pain." And then uh, the doctor goes, huh, and the, the captain goes, huh, huh, and then they kind of they uh, they run away carrying him. Oh no. Um, yeah, sure, Ocus, come along. <laughs> and congratulations, you solved the casino Yay. mystery. It went the exactly an- as you intended. Does the antidote work <laughs> on poor Timbar? Uh, yes, I'm going to say that uh, you have no reason to believe that um, uh, Mr. Yes and Mr. No would be... They are legitimate businessmen, after all. They are legitimate yes. businessmen. So we can assume that the, po- the poison will be counteracted. So bravo, you... You, you saved the day. Kind of. <laughs> the day was the only thing that was saved. <laughs> <laughs> so, as the camera pangs up and away from the convoy, and as ships come and go, and as time passes, and as we can imagine that Timbar recovers and the future legend continues on to new adventures, somewhere far away on a distant world, Two moons hang low against a midnight sky. Their light is stark and piercing, but the city below pays it no heed. The buildings, like their inhabitants, are squat and furtive, and grip the landscape with the lightest of fingers, ready to bolt at a moment's notice. This is a place of pausing, not staying, and if it has a name, people know better than to speak it. Eyes watch from hollow windows, as a figure walks the dusky streaks, followed in tight formation by two hulking shapes. One nondescript building gives rise to another, and another, and still the figure walks, before finally pausing before a single rise structure, no more or less anonymous than its neighbours. The figure raises a tiny hand and knocks once, twice. The door opens, and with a subtle nod to its companions, the figure enters alone. The room within is darkened, with only a single beam of moonlight creeping downwards from a cracked ceiling for illumination. The figure steps forward and comes to rest beside a pool of silver light. The room is silent, but the figure knows well that they are not alone. Reaching about its person, the figure produces a slim paper folder and tosses it into the light. Sheets fall freely onto the dirt floor, revealing photos captured seemingly at a distance from a security camera, of three individuals. A tall, blue-skinned creature with four eyes. A woman in a gold dress, sparks of energy in her hair. And a short, hooded woman with a cat on her shoulders. The figure speaks. These are the targets. A voice unheard answers from the darkness at the back of the room, and the figure listens, nodding twice in curt agreement. The voice continues, and the figure's face darkens. Irrelevant. They wronged me. Now they pay. 100% up front for your time. The same again for their heads. 
double for the complete package, unharmed, so I can have some time alone with them. The voice murmurs, and Sparkle Fury smiles in response, perfect white teeth spreading in a perfect white crescent across her face. Oh, you know me. I love to gamble. And this time, I'm putting everything on red. The unseen voice steps forward into the light, revealing armour the colour of freshly spilled blood beneath a cloak of pure crimson. Its mask is smooth and mirrored, hiding all evidence of emotion, but its eyes, red beneath a broad-brimmed hat, burn with anticipation. The red speaks. We have a deal. 